Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Experience unlined perfection with the nearly undetectable Invisible Lift Demi Bra, or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44, that's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims, delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you can always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. The R-Spot is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to the R-Spot. I am Iyanla, your host for what I intend to be an exciting, formative, and transformative journey through the world of relationships. This is the place where we will examine, explore, dissect, and investigate issues related to relationships, all types of relationships. I want to begin by voicing my gratitude to Shondaland and iHeartMedia for providing me, providing us, with this platform to explore and discuss what I believe is one of the most pressing issues in the world today the issues that arise from and surround relationships. Now, my vision for offering the R-Spot is to support and facilitate discussions and conversations in which we all learn and develop the skills and tools required to make our relationships work. And you are going to be able to call me and talk to me live. I'll be taking live listener calls and sharing the real, raw experiences with you each week. And I want you to understand a few things about me. I was a hopeless love-aholic. I loved being in love, but just could not get my love to work or pay off in my relationships. Then after a series of heartbreaks and deep heartache, I finally got clear about what love is and 
what it is not. That's when I learned how to love me more than I was willing to chase after other people's loves. And that's when my relationships became healthy, fulfilling, fun, and loving. I want to share some of that, some of what I've learned about loverholism. <laughs> Just in case there are any loverholics out there who may need some recovery skills and tools, because relationships are an essential part of our lives. Relationships are the places we grow, the places we experience love. Yet for some reason, surely it escapes me. Making relationships work productively, making them fulfilling, and making relationships meaningful is something that many of us struggle with. We simply don't have the tools. And I believe many of us have the wrong idea about what a relationship is, what they do, and why they even exist. We don't always realize that relationships are classrooms. They are laboratories of healing. And because we have the wrong idea about what relationships are and the purposes they serve, we look for the wrong things in the wrong ways and make an absolute mess of our relationships whether it's your mother, your sister, your cousin, your co-worker, or your boo. Every relationship you have or have had has a purpose. And here at the R-Spot, we are going to get clear as a ding-dong bell about the purpose of every relationship we are having. Because the truth is, the only relationship you are ever having with anyone is a reflection of the relationship you are having with yourself. Oh, 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 now that's a mouthful. I learned that until I got right with me, until I totally and unconditionally accepted and loved myself, my relationships were hard, confusing, chaotic, disappointing, dysfunctional, and downright exhausting. In other words, they weren't working. Ooh-wee, baby. <laughs> That's where we're going here on the R-Spot, so let's get started. The greatest love of all is the love you have for yourself. One of the first letters I received when we announced that I was doing the R-Spot came from a woman named Maddie Blanchard. Miss Maddie asked me, straight, no chaser, Miss Yonla, how did you fall in love with yourself? Well, thank you, Miss Maddie, for that beautiful setup for this, our first show here on the R-Spot. I really have a special, special place in my heart and much gratitude for my caller today because she raises an issue that I know millions of women around the world face every single day as a result of post-cancer surgery and the way it changes our body and our sense of self and our body image. And my caller today is dealing with it with such courage. And her question, while seemingly simple and maybe to some insignificant, just nails the issue, nails it. Good afternoon, beloved. How are you? Oh, my God. I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm blessed. Thank you. Well, you sound excited. You didn't know you were going to talk to me. <laughs> this is a dream come true. I love you so much. Love is good and it's free. 
So I thank you for calling in. And how can I support you today? What is your question, concern, issue, challenge, difficulty, problem? (laughs) I was really trying to figure out what would be the best topic for you today. And I think the biggest one for me has been a challenge of mine for going on almost eight years now. Um, I'm 40 years old and seven, almost eight years ago, I had a mastectomy with chest wall reconstruction. So my body is altered and it's just, it's different. And so I've been on this emotional and, and physical healing journey. And so my love life, my dating life has just been uh, well, non-existent and um, it's been very difficult. And so I guess today I wanted to kind of talk about how I can share my story with someone when I meet someone new, because mm. um, it's still to this day very frightening for me. Um, I want to learn how to share my story with someone in a way that still honors my story and also like braces them for <laughs> the reality that my body is is just different. I have this initial kind of gut reaction when I go into it, almost like I'm, I'm preparing myself for uh, rejection. And yeah, I, I, that's, I guess that's where I'll start. <laughs> beautiful, 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 beautiful question. Thank you so much for your courage. Thank you. Because there are hundreds of thousands of sister women who are struggling with this. And I have to tell you, I don't think I've ever heard it discussed out loud. So thank you. So two things I would like to ask you, and if they feel too private, you don't have to respond. I'm going to call you Miss E so that you could be anybody Mm -hmm. in the universe, but E also stands for Mm -hmm. excellence. So I'm going to call you Miss Excellence. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have reconstructive surgery? No, I did not. Okay, um, good. Okay. No, no, no that's <laughs> enough. No, I did not. Period. That's a, that's a full answer. <laughs> because what I hear and, and what I would like to explore with you is the story you're telling yourself about your body, number one, and the story mm-hmm. you're telling yourself about what somebody else may think about your body. That's number two. Because the only thing that you're going to get back is the story you're telling yourself. So I heard you say you're bracing yourself for rejection. I heard you say, and correct me if I'm wrong, a lack of acceptance of who you are because your body is different. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what's the story you're telling yourself about the fact that you have no breast or one breast? Which is it? I have one one on my left side, one very small one. <laughs> okay. Hey, it only takes a mouthful, darling. <laughs> That's all you need. People have sustained their life on a mouthful of breast. That's all you need. Just one little mouthful. <laughs> So that's a good way to think about it. Listen, you only need one mouthful and you you only got one mouth. So here you go. How about that? (laughs) As we embark on this journey together, this our spot journey, the thing I want to share is how to fall in love with yourself. And we'll talk about that when we come back. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. 
With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you. With lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports, these silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothes. Or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable, there's more to explore when it comes to Body by Victoria. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. You need a vehicle that can meet your family's needs, and Toyota has you covered. Introducing the first-ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander never makes you choose between passengers and cargo. You can fit both with ease. With three spacious rows and available seating for up to eight, and a leg room that makes even long trips, Comfortable. With Grand Highlander's available 362 horsepower hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims, you can be confident that you have the power, acceleration, and efficiency needed for almost any adventure your family can cook up. And you'll get where you're going in style with a modern, spacious cabin that's perfect for both playdates and date nights. Impressive tech upgrades take the new Grand Highlander to the next level, including a standard digital key an available panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen. Don't just live life. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learned something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Welcome back to The R Spot. I'm Ianla, and today we're talking about falling in love with yourself, and we're looking at the breakdown that leads to the breakthrough. Okay, so... Let me hear you say this. I want to hear you say this. Okay. I have one breast. Okay. I have one breast. Okay. Take a breath. Where do you feel that in your body? Where do you feel that? I have one breast. Where do you feel that in your body? I feel it in, in my chest and I feel it in my stomach. Okay. Stomach. Mm-hmm. That's your power center. So I have one breast because... I have one breast because I had to sacrifice the other one in order to save my life. Now, where do you feel that in your body? I feel that in my, <clears throat> in my throat and in my chest. 
Mm-hmm. And what is the still feeling? in the stomach? Though. Okay, let's mm-hmm. let's go to the next level. Okay, I have one breast because I had to sacrifice the other one to save my life, and that makes me feel. And that makes me feel sad. Yeah, it makes me feel sad because. It makes me feel sad because I didn't ask for this. Yeah. Take a breath. Let it all come up. That's just the story. Let it all come up. I have one breast because I had to sacrifice the other one to save my life. And that makes me feel sad because I didn't ask for this. Where do you feel that in your body? I feel that in my heart. In my heart. Mm Mm-hmm. Take a breath. You're not breathing. You're holding your breath, waiting for that rejection. When you meet someone and for the first time you unbutton your blouse and expose to them and you've set it up in your mind where they're just going to, I don't know what they're going to do, fall on the floor and scream or run screaming from the room. Which one are you waiting for? (laughs) Because you set it up in your brain. (laughs) I want you to hear your story this far. So here comes Danny. Nice, 47 years old. He's got on a blue shirt and some jeans, looking real sexy with his tight butt. And you all sit down and you have a nice, have a nice dinner together, you know, and he's liking you and you're liking him. And you feel it in your stomach and in your chest and in your heart. And you're going to say, Danny, I have to tell you something before we go any further. You're going to say, Danny, I want you to know that I have one breast, left one. It's little, but it's a mouthful, and that's really all you need. (laughs) I have one breast because I had to sacrifice the other one to save my life. And that makes me feel sad because I didn't ask for this. I'm really glad to be alive, and I'm glad to have met you today. But I wanted you to know my story. Take a breath. Sure putting the emphasis on the missing breast and not on the fact that you're alive and can still have the opportunity to date Danny or Bruce, yeah. or Fred, or somebody. Yeah. And it's okay to be sad. And don't read his face. Let him take it in. He's only got one mouth, and you've got a mouth full of breasts, and you'll work it out <laughs> if he gets that far. <laughs> Come on, tell me what you're thinking right there. What was that right there? Um, That hearing you say it, and it's reflected back to me, it's... <sighs> It just feels like it's something that is just so real and that I I feel like I could do that. And um, Okay, so let's do it. You tell me your story. My name is Danny. Hi. You want some more guacamole? Here, have a little more guacamole. Okay. So, <laughs> isn't this pineapple margarita just the best? I've had a lot of pineapple margaritas, but I'm telling you, this is really the best. Thank you for recommending this place. It's really good. <laughs> Danny. Um, I really need to share um, something with you. Mm-hmm. I need to share my story with you before we have another margarita. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because then I'll be too drunk and I'll be talking out my head. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, Danny, I, I only have, I only have one breast mm-hmm. and it's because I had to sacrifice the other one in order to save my life. And it makes me really sad because it's not something that, that I wanted. It's not something that I, I chose for myself. 
but I still have one. <laughs> I had tell him the rest. Tell him the rest. I only have one and. And it's a mouthful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's all you need, Danny. <laughs> and that's all you need. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> so how does it feel? Where do you feel it in your body to speak it that way? Where do you feel that in your body? I feel it. It's, uh, it's in my chest a little bit. Um, so it's weird. It's also, I feel it kind of in my shoulders too. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm just carrying it differently. Mm-hmm. It, it like took a lot of the weight um, off of, off of my story. It just, it feels lighter when I say it like that. I want to invite you to transform this from my story into my experience. I want to share my experience because your story is really what you're telling yourself that people will do when you share your experience. And very often we get SOS, which is stuck on story, which makes us stuck on stupid. Yes, yes. But I want to tell you what is so brilliant, brilliant about what you've shared. You didn't go into the drama of breast cancer, almost died. Mm -hmm. You were very clear that I had to sacrifice my breast to save my life. That, beloved, is a conscious choice. That's a conscious choice. And your choice is your power. So you made a powerful choice to save your life. And if that meant you had to sacrifice your right breast, so be it. So be it. So I want you to get up underneath that story you're telling yourself about your body being different. Yeah, it's different. So is mine. Because at my age, a lot of different things have happened to my body. (laughs) There are things in places that there weren't things before and things that are not in place that they were. It's a mess. Trust me. (laughs) And the the good news is I have two breasts. One, they both fell down. So now when you get to be my age, you only have one to fall down. That'll be that's exciting. (laughs) Let's to pick up. (laughs) Oh, my God. I want you to get under that story of what you're telling yourself about your body being different. And we'll do that right after the break. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you. With lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports, these silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothes. Or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable, there's more to explore when it comes to Body by Victoria. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. 
Well, I don't know about you, but like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. You need a vehicle that can meet your family's needs, and Toyota has you covered. Introducing the first-ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander never makes you choose between passengers and cargo. You can fit both with ease. With three spacious rows and available seating for up to eight, and leg room that makes even long trips comfortable. With Grand Highlander's available 362 horsepower hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims, you can be confident that you have the power, acceleration, and efficiency needed for almost any adventure your family can cook up. And you'll get where you're going in style with a modern, spacious cabin that's perfect for both playdates and date nights. Impressive tech upgrades take the new Grand Highlander to the next level, including a standard digital key, an available panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen. Don't just live life. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to, like, choose a more challenging route than just, like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been, like, easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Welcome back. I am Yamla and this is The R Spot. And we're talking today about how do you fall in love with yourself? I want you to get under that story of what you're telling yourself. And the way that you're going to get under that story is to write that story out. I've got one breast. I've had it, but then people are going to see me. They're going to run screaming from the room or nobody will want me to boo the body. No, there's a lot of women with two breasts and still nobody wants them. So you ain't good company. <laughs> yeah, but that's true. It's the story, beloved. It is not the fact that you made a powerful choice to sacrifice your right breast in order to stay alive is the experience that you had and the choice that you make. And I want you to honor and celebrate yourself for that. Oh, wow. Take a breath. Tell me what you hear me saying. You don't have to repeat my words, but I want to get in that story. I want to hear what you heard me say about you. I heard you say that this is my experience and that it goes from just the story that I'm telling myself to this experience that I have, I have lived and, and that I made the choice to sacrifice my breast. And that was, that was a conscious choice that I made in order to, to live. Yeah. And drink margaritas. And drink margaritas. <laughs> yep, exactly. I, again, applaud your courage. I want to tell you something, and I promise you this is the absolute truth. My mother had breast cancer. She discovered she had breast cancer when she was pregnant with me. This was way back in the 50s. 
and she was a poor woman of color. And back then, the only treatment for many women with breast cancer was a mastectomy. And I don't remember my mother because I was two when this happened. They wanted to do a mastectomy and my mother refused. She wouldn't sacrifice her breast. But when I was two years and six months, my mother died. She surrendered her life to breast cancer rather than lose her breast. And you sacrificed your right breast in order to stay alive. What a powerful choice. Because my mother went to her grave rather than to make that sacrifice. Oh, my God. Take a breath. I also want you to learn how to breathe because you don't do that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Stop holding your breath. You're going to meet Danny at the restaurant. You're going to have a margarita and some guacamole and you're going to be just fine. Oh, my God. I love you. Okay. Get under that story, baby. Please go into that story. Write it out. And every time you hit a point where it hits your stomach or your chest or your throat, you say, I have one breast because... I chose to sacrifice the other to save my life. And I want you to take off that part of the sentence. And I didn't ask for this. Or if you leave it on, I didn't ask for this, but I am woman enough to handle it. Oh, my gosh. Yes. (sighs) I am woman enough to handle it. And there'll be a man who's man enough to handle me and the mouthful that I got to offer. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> uh, just like you say, Yana, like put my big girl panties on. <laughs> yeah, put your big girl panties oh. on. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lovely story you could tell anybody. He might just stand up and oh applaud. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing your courageous story with me. And if you meet Danny or Bruce or Fred or whoever, please write me and let me know how they responded. <laughs> I really do thank you because I know there are hundreds of thousands of other sister women who needed to hear this. So thank you so much. Thank you. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you so much. I'm grateful for you. And please continue to listen to the art spot. We think people come into our life and love us and that we love them back. But the truth is that people come into our life. We have relationships with other people to demonstrate to ourselves the depth of love we are capable of. Now, unfortunately, we are much better at pouring that love on other people than we are about giving it to ourselves. How do you fall in love with yourself? (laughs) One day at a time, one kind gesture at a time, one card, one bouquet of flowers, one box of candy at a time that you give to yourself. It takes time. And there'll be some days you don't like you, and that's okay. It takes patience. It takes patience. You got to be patient with yourself when you see how ridiculous you are as a human being. <laughs> Well, since this is our first time together, I don't want to overwhelm you. But I want to start right here. You want to love yourself? Find some time each day to spend with you. Every relationship starts by spending time with the other person, whether it's online or on the phone or in person. And since you don't have to call yourself, (laughs) 
you could start just spending time with you, quiet time with yourself. Now, I don't want you to interrogate yourself, but I do want you to make some deep inquiries of yourself about what is the story you're telling yourself about yourself and what you think other people will tell themselves about you. It's important that you understand that because what you tell yourself about yourself will determine the foundation of your relationship with everyone. What is the story you're telling yourself about yourself? And is it a a love story or is it a horror story that recounts every single thing that you think is wrong with you? Now, I can imagine that you may be asking yourself, well, who are you? (laughs) And what can you tell me about relationships that I don't already know? And I think that's a fair question. So let me give you a little background on me so that you'll understand how I learned the skills to step all up in your relationship business. (laughs) I am Ianla, known as Ianla Van Zandt. While some of you may know about me and my climb from the basement of life to become a lawyer, a minister, a spiritual life coach, and the host of Ianla Fix My Life on the Oprah Winfrey Network, Others may be new to the world and persona of Ianla Van Zandt. So allow me to introduce myself. I am Ianla, born Rhonda Eva Harris. In a year I won't bother to mention out loud. (laughs) I was born to an alcoholic mother and a womanizing father. My father was a married man and my mother was the other woman. I was the second child of three born in that relationship. My birth mother, Sahara Elizabeth, died when I was about two and a half, almost three. Unfortunately, growing up, I didn't remember that. And the big people in my life, the adults, well, they decided that it would be better for me if I didn't know that. So they just never mentioned that my mother was dead. So I was taught and raised to believe that my father's wife, my stepmother, was my mother. My stepmother, who in the end turned out to be a living angel in my life, was part Cuban and part Jamaican, which meant I didn't look anything like her. (laughs) She was fair-skinned. I was not. The texture of her hair was soft and fine. Mine was not. She was delicate, almost fragile and very demure. I was anything but that. And so that's how it began for me. I looked different. I felt different. I was different from my mother. And no one can tell me why. I tell you this not for the shock value, but to emphasize that what we experience as children, what we are taught And what we are exposed to in our formative years becomes the foundation of our relationship with ourself, but also the structure and template we use to build all of our relationships. It's called a bonding pattern. I was raised by my Native American grandmother until I was five years old. Now, she favored my brother, who was a severe asthmatic. Watching my father move in and out of my life, 
going with him when he visited his girlfriends, being bribed into silence with candy and ice cream, meeting a woman and then another woman and then the woman I was told was my mother when I was about four, a woman who looked nothing like me, and then being shuttled around among family members because my father was financially unstable and my mother's stepmother could not care for me and my brother. Let me just say that my beginnings were rough. (laughs) And by the time I was 13, I really did not like myself. I had a dark complexion, which at the time was not fashionable. I was fat, or at least that's what they told me. I was also, according to my brother, ugly. (laughs) Then you add to that my feelings, my emotions. I felt bad, wrong, ugly, abandoned, unwanted, and unloved. Those feelings grew and festered until I was about 21 years old, when in the midst of postpartum depression, I attempted to take my own life. Well, I'm here today, so I guess you know I failed. But that was my first wake-up call, that something had to change. I muddled along for another six or seven years, dragging my three children with me, until the internal pain and external chaos became so excruciating that I was forced to look at myself. I had to look at myself because everyone else was gone. (laughs) I had left my physically abusive husband. The fathers of my first two children had left me. Most of my friends were in the same or worse situations than I was. My father and I were barely on speaking terms. I had not seen or heard from my brother in almost Three years, I had refused to speak to my grandmother for seven years, and my stepmother had passed on. I was broke and sad and confused and mad as hell. (laughs) So how did I fall in love with myself? Well, for me, it started with a book. I was in Borders Bookstore. You remember Borders Books, right? That's when we got books that had covers and pages, not that we could scroll through. I don't remember what I was looking for, but I was standing in front of a shelf when a book literally, literally fell off the shelf and hit me on the head. That book was entitled This Thing Called You by Ernest Holmes. It was a small book, almost like a pamphlet. So I sat down and started reading it. Now, I did buy the book. And by the time I got to the end of the book, the thing that I understood was that I had to change my mind. I had to change my way of thinking about who I was, who I was not, how I saw myself, how I treated myself, what I expected of myself, and what I expected from myself. As a result of reading that book and understanding, really understanding what the author was trying to convey, I spent the next three or four years reading, praying, searching, researching, trying to understand who I was 
and who I was choosing to be. It was excruciating because I felt so alone and confused and doomed to a life of sadness, aloneness, and pain. This thing called me was a mess. But then I remembered something. See, I grew up in the church. My Native American grandmother, who passed as an African-American, raised me in the church. And if she didn't do anything else, she taught me how to pray. So in the pitch black darkness of my life, I started praying. And that led me to want to create a relationship with something greater than me. For me, that greater thing was God, but I had to find another kind of God because the one I had been taught to worship was mean and moody and very far away. I had to find a God who knew me and loved me and cared about me with all of my flaws and pimples and weaknesses and human frailties. Now, for some, God may not be the route they take into love, and that's okay for now. But here's the truth. I had to consider, and you may want to consider, when it comes to dealing with human beings. It takes a little more than human skill and human know-how to deal with other human beings. But that's just life according to Iyanla. <laughs> you feel totally free to ignore that juicy little tidbit. So how did I fall in love with myself? It took me quite a while, but for me, it started with forgiveness. I started forgiving all of the people that had taught me that I was unlovable. All of the people who had abused me, abandoned me, neglected and rejected me. All of the people who had lied to me. Now, there were a lot of incidents and experiences along the way, but I'm not going to give you that. I'm just going to give you the top line. Once I started forgiving them, I had to. I didn't want to, but I had to look at my own behavior, how I had participated in my own pain. I had to look at the lies I had told myself and those I had told other people which gave them the right to treat me poorly. Let me be very, very clear. I had a myriad of dysfunctional relationships in my life, but none of them was more dysfunctional than my relationship with myself. I had rejected myself. I had abandoned myself. I had neglected myself. I had lied to myself. And that is exactly what I experienced in every relationship I was having with every person in my life, particularly men. <laughs> As we embark on this Our Spot journey together, I will tell you more. We have so much to explore and discuss together here on the R-Spot. In the coming weeks, we are going to look at some really juicy, tasty relationship issues. Things like, what is a healthy relationship? I am astonished at the number of people who don't know what a healthy relationship is. We're going to look at, how do you know when it's time to let go? <laughs> because we will hold on and squeeze the last breath out of a dying relationship. <laughs> How do you love again 
after being left or losing a loved one. That's an important issue, particularly at this time. How do you identify abuse in a relationship? Because there are all kinds of abuse, some of which go completely unnoticed and unhealed. I want to look at the changing definition of marriage because people are doing some stuff out there. I just, I'm old school. Some of this stuff I don't understand. I heard about a thing called a thruple. (laughs) Somebody help me. And it's not all going to be heavy and deep and healing. I want to talk about sex (laughs) and how to keep the love light burning when you're old (laughs) and the hair has fallen off your private parts. (laughs) How does a relationship survive when you have different political or religious views? Because that's a hot topic right now. And what about this one? Can you love two people at the same time? Yeah, baby, we're going to talk about that. So I hope you will come back and tune in as we explore how to navigate the often rough but absolutely exciting terrains of relationships. Now, even though you're just listening to me talk, I want you to participate. I want you to be an active participant in this conversation. Not only can you talk to me, you can talk to me live. Just give me a call at 775-307-7768. That's 775-307-7768. Now be sure to follow me on social media for all of the call-in times. But I want to leave you with this today. Relationships are an essential part of our lives. What we want to do is we want to learn how to make them work. We want to learn how to make them productive and fulfilling. And we want to do it without struggle and suffering. We're going to talk about that right here on The R Spot. I'm Iyamla, and I'll see you next time. The R-Spot is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Experience unlined perfection with the nearly undetectable Invisible Lift Demi Bra, or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44, that's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. 
Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.